Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This episode of Filthy Casuals is brought to you by HelloFresh. Fuss-free, fresh food delivered straight to your door and prepared by you. Try HelloFresh with 50% off your first two boxes using code CASUALS. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games, which is hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you for joining us once again. My name is Tommy Dasilo, and sitting opposite me, it's... Ben Vanell in the red corner. And in the blue corner, weighing in at slightly more than Ben, it's <laughs> Big Joe Frazier. <laughs> New co-host of the podcast. Hello. And over there in the other corner. My name's Joe and I like the show (laughs) Frasier. Yeah, yeah. I was going to do a Niles thing, but that's all right. (laughs) Uh, Billy, cheers. Uh, Rest in peace, John Mahoney. Mm -hmm. See you later. Uh, Gosh, I am just in... Nox, do you happen to know what number episode this would be of the podcast? Uh, Who gives a fuck? Like, why why even bring it up? A hundred-ish. A hundred-ish? I don't know. I just feel like... I don't know. I feel like I can't go on unless I know exactly how many of these things I've done before. It's really it's weird. A weird thing I have. I know it's weird to see someone be, you know, really kind of kind of hung up on the the episode number. But anyway, I guess we should probably. <laughs> well, it's move episode on. 120. The chain has been broken. <laughs> yes. It's episode 122, and fuck you. <laughs> oh, very good. He's back. Very good. <laughs> Uh, hey, we've got a few things that we uh, need to plug uh, yeah. up the top. I mean, because we plug them every week, but we do it at the very end. Yes. And let's be honest, people are people are hearing us wrapping it up. Yeah, they're switching off. Yeah, that's what I do when I listen to yeah. stuff. Yeah, every week too. I edit the podcast so it slowly gets lower and lower in volume, <laughs> and so by the end you but can't hear <laughs> like it. Like a song. You also start this like grating wine that gets louder and louder yeah. towards the end so it's just the worst combination. I'm going for like a clockwork orange vibe yeah, with the yeah. like hey, your yeah. ears are held open by well they never shut I guess <laughs> <laughs> unless <laughs> you're a camel I think camel's ears close do they fish I guess maybe fish don't have ears yet. they have fish would have some sort of hole alright call in if you know what <laughs> fish have <laughs> some sort well, of like, hole a dolphin would have an ear I it's a blowhole uh, you ever seen a bird's ear no. My God, they're frightening. Really? Because they're just big holes on the side of their heads, but they're covered up by feathers most ah. of the time. So oh, right. see but if you see a bird without its feathers... If you give a bird a haircut... Yeah, then it'll <laughs> eat for a week. <laughs> Teach a bird to haircut, you got yourself a bad barbershop. <laughs> is this something that you learnt in like a book or on a fantail, or is this? did you see a, a featherless bird no. lying deceased in a driveway oh, or something? Yeah. I saw a photo of an owl, I think it was, mm-hmm. and it was like the point of the owl was like, look how long their legs are. Without their feathers. <laughs> the point of the owl. Of the photo yes. of the owl. <laughs> the owl only exists <laughs> so that you can know how long its legs are. That's that's, that's great. Um, a great 
tease for our future review uh, uh, topic. It is episode. A, it ah. is a, a great tease. Yeah, bayonetta. <laughs> yeah, this is like you've mastered the segue. <laughs> but now you've mastered the, the sizzle, the forward sell. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so yes, we have uh, a Patreon for this show. Yes. If you like what you've heard so far, and let's be honest, why wouldn't you have? Yeah. Um, you can support the show on Patreon. Uh, you can chip in whatever you want. We do rewards. We do bonus episodes. We have yes. a Facebook group full of very wonderful, like-minded people. Yes. Uh, yes. It's it's a lot of fun in there. So that is a way that it, yeah, if you like the show, you can keep it going, and it's greatly appreciated by us. Yeah. We also have a band camp where you can get some premium episodes that we've done. Yep. New one of them going up soon. Yes, going yes. to do a new one of them very soon. Both, uh, yeah, both the so the Patreon. There's a bunch of tiers. The five dollar tier is the Facebook man, group. There's so many tiers. It's, yeah, we're really mean to Just, our patrons. <laughs> it's, we create an upsetting environment. Yeah, in but, but <laughs> we um, don't get enough money for it. It makes me cry every time I look at the incoming balance. But yeah, five bucks for the group, which we're basically in every single day. We mm. we're always talking about whatever's in in gaming news and. Bringing up old games we're playing and, and stuff like that. Ten dollars a month. Yeah, is people the may bonus. have noticed the official fan page. Little dead these days, and <laughs> yeah. brother, that's why. Yeah, <laughs> yes. So get on board. But yeah, ten bucks a month, and we do a monthly bonus episode. Yep. So we pick a, an older game usually, and we just yeah review it, and we kind of read out your comments from yep. within the group. So it's all kind of tied together. That's really fun. And yeah, yep. the Bandcamp ones. If you've never gone in, they're kind of like these longer, more researched franchise-based or, or topic-based episodes, and they're really fun, and I think we like doing them the most of all. Yeah, there's yeah. one that went for over three hours, which yeah. was extremely grueling. But, yeah, they're all good. Uh, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of stuff in there. So if, you're ever, if you've gone through all these episodes, you're looking for something a little more, mm. uh, they are Pay What You Feel, starting at a dollar. Yes. And going up as far as... <laughs> as far as the eye can as, see. As whatever's in your bank balance, you're welcome <laughs> to chip that in. Yes. Steal some, we don't care. Yeah. yeah. Don't tell us about it because then we're... I think we can be done for that, can't yeah. we? If we know that we're receiving proceeds of your crime. I would have yes. assumed it was a joke. So okay. I, right. that, that'll never hold up in court. Well, I mean, yeah. I went away for that once already, so that's double jeopardy applies <laughs> oh, to me. So yeah. I'm I'm off scot-free. Right. Ben, what do you got? That's why, if you're ever going to rob someone, <laughs> like if you're ever going to get into robbery, <laughs> think about double jeopardy and rob like five bucks from somewhere. Yes. Yeah. And get done for that. Go away for a week. Yeah. It's five dollars. Then rob a bank. Yes. They can't for, get you. For five dollars though. Yeah. Only <laughs> You can, can never maximum. go above five, but yes. if you do it every single day all the time. Yeah. So do you think that... Do you really think that the charge you get for being put away for robbery is really just based on the amount? Uh, I think it should be. To that extent? I think there shouldn't be laws, man. Wow. Yeah, I agree, man. I watched Fight Club last night. How about you? <laughs> um, and yeah, we really massively appreciate every single person who um, yeah. yes. supports us on Patreon it, it, and all that stuff. It's very humbling. Yeah, in a, in a round, well, not in a roundabout way, in a very direct way, it helps us <laughs> <laughs> almost like the opposite of what I said. Well, it's a roundabout way because we funnel all the money through the Cayman Islands <laughs> yes. on the yes. way here. Yeah, we drive around a roundabout, <laughs> <laughs> drop it off in the bank. <laughs> we it, it basically helps us do this podcast as well. Yeah. It's... So it's really, really appreciated. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Uh, And another way that you can support the show is by coming and seeing all three of us at the upcoming Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Yes. We are each of us doing some form of show. Mm -hmm. I have a solo stand-up show. It's called Leisure Suit Tommy. It's on from March 28 until April the 8th. Uh, You guys are in Chimp Cop. Yes. I don't have a solo stand-up show because I'm a coward, <laughs> uh, but we're in a show called The Death of Chimp Cop. We are currently rehearsing it and it's going to be extremely good. Yeah. 
Chimp Cop shows are always my favourite thing at the comedy festival, I'm going to say. That's very nice of you to say, that Tommy. Is nice. yeah. it's, they, there's, it's a lot of work to put them together. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it really affects our mental health. But also, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're I liked how you said before that you're not doing a solo stand-up show because you're a coward. Yes. You don't currently do solo stand-up, so you're not... A, you're not a coward by not committing to an hour of a thing that you don't currently no, do. I feel like no. I should just dive in. Yeah. And do every a show single every person, year. whether they're a comedian or a bricklayer, if they don't do a solo stand-up show, cowardice. Cowardice. Yeah. You're yeah. a cowardice. Yeah. Um, uh, and as the bravest man in the room, yeah. Yes, what do you got? I'm you the lion or you the tin man? I'm uh, the fucking chief. Uh, oh, the, uh, what's the chief? The, yeah, the big no, guy, yeah. the green curtain guy, <laughs> the um, wizard. Yeah, the wizard. That's it. <laughs> what that guy from the Wizard of Oz? What's his name? What's his name? That's great the wizard of the ymca and it's <laughs> yeah. half wizard it's like a scarecrow and a lion oh, yes. and then a and then a leather guy and a construction worker <laughs> it's just this weird mashup yeah. now that would be cool oh, forget yes. the flintstones meet the jetsons oh this is the crossover i want to see i had forgotten about it until that moment <laughs> i'm doing a solo stand-up show it's called uh this show is good and funny attendance appreciated and i mean every word of the title mm-hmm. uh come along and see it if you want to uh if you want to laugh, yeah. if yeah. you want to laugh, if you want to, yeah. surely yeah. that's the first condition <laughs> of entry. A full no. stop. If, if you just if you want to, I don't if you care wanna what your business is there. Show what your show are. pity to Knox, or you know, if you want to, there's a, a lot of reasons you, you want to get out of the rain. <laughs> yes, that's not bad. Yeah, it's an expensive way of getting out of the rain. Not no, saying that your show is overly expensive, but like you know, there's bus shelters that are free. Yeah, but can't argue with that. When is the last time you laughed at a bus shelter? I don't know, man. There's some pretty funny graffiti on ads these days. Yeah, I have never laughed at a bl- bus shelter because I don't find it funny to get blowjobs. <laughs> wow, <laughs> this show is good and funny. It's called Attendance Appreciated. <laughs> well, that's, that's cool that you saw someone getting a blowjob once at the bus stop. No, yeah, I didn't see it. I had my eyes shut. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, so that is all the that is all the business yes. at the front of the show. Yes, yes. Uh, as always, we have to go. We have to. We are we are <laughs> on a bound to go through the video gaming news of the week. Yes, we made that deal with the devil at the crossroads. <laughs> <laughs> and to be so good at guitar, yes, we have to be to good at guitar. Read yes. out the, the the news of the week. <laughs> all right, I'll make you good at guitar, but you have to start a video games podcast. <laughs> yes, you have to do it every week, and yep. you have to talk about the news. Now, often. Doing your video games podcast, you're going to not want to talk about the news. Yes. You're going to want to talk about. You're going to want to plug your own shows for 35 minutes. Yeah, totally, just riff, just <laughs> riff for a while. Maybe bring up a bus shelter for some reason. Yeah, but, um, no. but yeah, bit of news this week. Um, out of the blue, there was an announcement that a Sonic the Hedgehog movie blue like is, Sonic. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> and out of the blue, like he raced past yes, you with yes, the news. Yes, uh, November 2019 yeah. movie like how Sonic. Movie very uh, fast. Okay, it movie very quickly. I'm going to hedge my bets on whether it's going to be good. <laughs> so, don't wait. hog the news. Yeah, read oh, it. Damn it. <laughs> I wonder what Fuck. tales yes. they'll be. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Knox had a good one, but we I, said I, that over it. Ah, uh, there's fifty more. Amy, uh, the the. Well, that wasn't one of the fifty. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't heard about this movie. Until you brought it up before. I had no idea this happened. Yeah, well, it's one it's of those things where it's like, hey, check it out. This is going to be happening. No plot. No information about anything connected not, not to even, it whatsoever. Yeah, like not even the uh, company attached yeah. to it, I think. yeah, it's, also, it's kind of funny that it's a 
two or three weeks after they went, we're doing a Mario movie. Well, yeah. That's what's most interesting about yeah. it. Yeah. Do you reckon it, in like uh, six weeks they'll be like, hey, we're doing like a, cra- a Crash movie, Crash Bandicoot's coming Yeah, we're along. doing a Gex movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like uh, Ty the Tasmanian Tiger. Yep. He's got right. a film. Caveman Joe, he's hitting the big screen. <laughs> oh. Vex. Yeah, it's it It would be great if it's – so the, we talked a few weeks ago about how the Mario movie is being made by Illumination. Yes. Which is the studio that did uh, Minions and Despicable Me. Yep. It would be great if Illumination is the studio behind this as well. Ooh. Like they've just done an absolute dirty double cross. Yeah. Sega and Nintendo at the same time. Well, Ma- Mario and Sonic are buddies now. That's, mm. Yeah, that's Olympics what I was together. wondering. It's, yeah. Is it the same company? Maybe they literally have done the same deal. It's, it it's could all... be a crossover even Whoa. at some point. Maybe they're building Whoa. up. At the end Whoa. of the Mario movie, uh, <laughs> like who, who's it going to be? Spyro is going to show up and yep. say, you know, there are more of you out there. Yeah, and he's got to have his Spyro eye patch on. Yeah, and then they'll do, uh, you know, uh, the Avengers of platforming people. Okay, oh, wow. yeah, I don't mind it. Yeah, I would, I mind it. Yeah, <laughs> I would watch all of them though. Ugh. I hate that about myself, but I would go and see. Every, I wouldn't go and see. I would wait until I could be alone in my room and watch each of these movies. Yeah, you'd have to be alone. You wouldn't want to watch it with someone else. Absolutely not. <laughs> What about us, Adam? Yeah. La- last people in the world. <laughs> last? <laughs> last. We're yep. your video game friends. <laughs> I'd rather watch it with... Who's the most evil person in the world, would you say? Hitler. Donald Trump. He's not alive, though, is he? Oh, well, is alive. He? Okay. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. 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 I, I Barnaby Joyce. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's There's such a weird... There's so much weird stuff that goes with Sonic that I don't know if that yeah. makes it better or worse placed to have a movie than Mario because like there's like comic books there's been two different series there's, there's all these like games four. that they've put yeah yeah there's weird... been a lot of series yeah. yeah yeah sorry yeah they have yeah they brought it back yeah they yeah. did new there ones there was recently. a time when yeah. there were two of them on at the same at time, the same yes. time. Yes. yes yeah 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 and one of them is like a roadrunner cartoon yeah and the other one is like he was in the future like cyberpunk fucking yeah fighting yeah yeah flying cars and it's kind of like yes. an adventure adventure kind of mm. show yeah um, he really loved chili dogs, yeah, which was something that was never in the games, and they just went, "Oh, he needs a uh, a trait." Yeah, and that's, <laughs> yeah. I believe that's consistent over the two different cartoon series. Really, right. that's the one thing that they share in both. They both decided. Well, wow. look, this is a bit embarrassing. We're both doing a show about this little fucking hedgehog. Yeah. Let's just give it some consistency across these alternate universes. Yeah. Maybe that w- it could have been like a brown M and M sort of thing that Sega sent out in their like design doc. Brand oh M&Ms. yeah, the Brown, the Van Halen thing. Oh like a, yeah, like a, it's the, that was their rider to yeah. sell the license. <laughs> yeah, you can do it, but Chili Dogs got to be in there. <laughs> it's got to be Chili Dogs. We've never mentioned before. Yeah, yes. You absolutely have to. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and there's so many yeah, there's so many different weird interpretations of story in Sonic in the games as well. So conceivably, if you're making a movie. You do have a bunch of stuff. A lot of it's shit, but you do have a lot of starting points to potentially yeah. kind of grab from and go, oh, that's kind of a cool place to start. Whereas yes. with Mario, there's an absolute blank canvas. Like there's kind of nothing there, yep. which I don't know if that makes it easier or harder. I don't know. I think the character of Sonic is hard to make interesting because his thing is that he's quick. Yeah. And yeah. like, what do you do with that? It's like the fla- I've always found the Flash kind of boring. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And, like, and yeah. <sighs> Which like they tried to make the Flash this wise cracking guy, yeah. But in and in the comics, he's like a doctor. I think he's like a crime scene forensic doctor. So he's like he's interested in solving crimes, 
and he does it like as a real guy and then he's right. like this fast guy as well. Well, and yeah. then they made him like he's so quick that he can go through walls or back in time. Back in time, So yeah. it's like, oh, well, that's not actually his power, is it? <laughs> yeah. You've just given him a more interesting power. Yes, yeah. exactly. Any character that's kind of like too superhuman, it, it's hard to make interesting without there being a bit of like... I mean, yeah, Sonic is just this little guy who's really fast and he's not in, in, in any kind of story they've gone near. He's just like, oh, he's a great guy. Who cares about it? He doesn't seem to have any like really weaknesses or like flaws yeah. or anything. He used to have some attitude. Yeah. Like yes. If, if, it should, if you get the Blu-ray of it afterwards, you should – when you pause it, it should be programmed so that he looks at the screen and starts tapping <laughs> yes. his foot yes. after a while. It's, it's got to be like – yeah, he can run really fast, but he can't slow down and appreciate his family. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Do speed like that. with Sonic. <laughs> oh, that's, yes. That's, if he runs any slower than 50 Sonic miles that's per hour. It, yeah, he can't slow down. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's that's almost definitely exactly what it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. Or it'll be the Superman thing of like, he's normally quick, but ah, oh, fuck, he's slow now. Yeah. yeah What's he, he going to do? He gets his speed stolen from him yes. by that... By that ruddy Dr. Eggman. Yeah. Oh, Eggman, <laughs> you son of a bitch. Extracted out like Austin Powers mojo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. Okay, I like this movie All right, now. I'm back on board, yeah. yeah. This is great. We yeah. should write it. Nah. <laughs> but yeah, do you, do you think, how long do you think this has been in the pipeline for? Because it is... Two weeks. In, exactly, yeah. yeah. It's hard to not look at, at the timing and go, this is a bit sus. Yeah. It's like Sonic on top of the world right now. Everybody loves Sonic. Yeah. I guess they sort of do after the um, whatever. Uh, what well, was the good one? Mania. Mania. Yeah. yeah. And then they did Forces again and it was like, oh, Sonic's still... People shit. hated that. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. was an aberration for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, I don't know. Whatever. Do it. It's probably for kids. I think Sonic Boom, the cartoon series, is really popular. Right. I believe that that, that and that's more of an adventure. It's computer animated and it's yeah. like yeah, right. we gotta go around the world and And they you know, redesign yeah. the characters again. They yeah. love redesigning those. I remember when yeah, when Sonic Adventure came out, it was like We've been doing a little bit of tinkering to Sonic. And yeah. let me tell you, this ain't your grandpappy's hedgehog. You can see his teeth now. Oh. Um yeah. oh. I think like with anything like basically with any video game movie that comes up, it's it's just going to depend on who makes it. And if the people who made Sonic Boom could make a good Sonic series or at least a popular one, yeah. it at least indicates it's possible that this and could be good. It's virtually yeah. unrelated to the games as well yeah, right. yeah. at some point. Like you get given, okay, this is the character someone's come up with. I've got to ignore everything about the games yes. because they are a hindrance and nothing more. Yeah, It yeah, is a strange – interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's a strange call. Even if it's like the same people that do Sonic Boom or whatever and that being popular, you would think, we'll make a feature link thing of that for DVD – yeah. To, to, for something to be in the cinemas, you've really got to be confident that a lot of people give enough of a fuck yeah. to go along. I hope that it's not animated. Yeah. I hope that it's just a guy oh. dressed up like that, you know, like that. those memes that go around of like little kids dressed up as Sonic and yeah. it looks real shitty and low rent. That would be great. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, right. Sure. I don't know. I, I am st- – Struggling to give a fuck. I'm yeah. really trying. <laughs> yeah. But like, maybe you do like the Power Rangers thing and have it be a slightly gritty reboot ish. But it's a blue hedgehog. Maybe you do the Ninja <laughs> Turtles thing and just like completely fuck up the Oh, way man. <laughs> yeah. If they. That actually would be so good if they made it. If they felt like they had to make him look like a real hedgehog. Yeah. Like Ninja Turtle style. Yeah. Man, that would be 
fucking amazing. I really, really, really hope that's what it is. My ultimate hope for this movie is that they enormously fuck it. Yeah. (laughs) Learning nothing from the Mario Brothers movie from all those years ago. Just going like, yeah, cool. Put them in the real world. I mean, Paddington was good, right? That's what makes me think that this this is why they think they can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's I'm I'm interested now. I'm invested. I'm mm. curious. <laughs> Great. Are you investing in this? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> is this is is buying into the Sonic movie, is that the new cryptocurrency? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's high risk. <laughs> yeah. Takes ages for to potentially pay off. Yeah. But what um, it does. Other news of the week is a remaster of Burnout Paradise. Yes. Coming yeah. out. Oh, yes. well, yesterday. Nox, you said that you love this game. It's fucking rad. I, I'd never played it. So, yeah. So, yeah. I ain't it's, never heard of it. Uh, there's a lot of online integration with it oh, as well. I don't think I'm going to like it. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, just in the more in the. Um, you see other people driving around. And sort of like Journey or whatever, I guess. Or um, okay, it, you don't have to do it if you don't want. It's a really good single player too, right? But the online stuff is a good reason to go and do a remaster because, like, hey, everyone will be playing it again, right? right. So you have an open city and yep. you uh, drive around and do a bunch of cool burnout shit. Is okay. It, that sounds like Midnight Club. Uh, yeah, it's the same sort of thing, right. basically, but it's right. uh, not at night time. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's, a, it's not approximately somewhere halfway between night and day. Yeah, mm. yeah. it's in paradise. The sun is oh, out. Yes, <laughs> and uh, you just go in a loop. Of, every intersection is your um, uh, sort of missions or whatever you want to call them. Oh, yeah. So you go up and you. Uh, I really liked it where you have to go up and put your brakes on and then rev your engine oh. to start a mission. Yeah, sick. It, Fuck it's, yeah. And then you, you know, either do a race or you've got a. Uh, go to these checkpoints or you've got to do this cool trick or you've got to crash into this many people and cause this much damage. Mm, that's okay. sick. Bunch of burnout stuff. Yep. Uh, it's very, very fun. It's very quick. Having this go up 60 frames a second should be good. Mm. When did this, what, what did this originally come out on? PS3 and the 360. Okay, right. So right. about right. 2008, right. I want to say. Right. Uh, and it was the last Burnout game as well. There hasn't been another Burnout game since. And I used to fucking love that series and it went away. The people who made them went on to make a couple of the Need for Speed games that were all right oh, around yeah. the early 2010s. Okay, like Hot Pursuit? Yeah, and Most Wanted, I think. And yeah, maybe one right. that was just called Need for Speed. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. really remember. But, uh, we, I think weirdly, I think I played those and not Burnout right. Paradise. Similar sort of thing, but Burnout right. is more about speed and, and being reckless. Okay, and needing that speed. Yeah, man, you've got to really, really hope. You've got to have a massive uh, want in your heart. A desire. Heart. Yeah, some sort of a yearning. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yearning for burning. <laughs> I've got a yearning for burning. <laughs> Out paradise. Sick. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, a, yeah, it's a really cool. fun game. Yeah. They, uh, all the DLC is going to be in this remaster, which I don't think was massively significant. There was one new sort of area they added that was the big one, but then it was just a bunch of cars and, and yeah. you know... Um, I think there were little toy cars and things like that that Ooh. they made in it. Uh, but it's it's not more than a very arcadey racing game. Right, which I was about to say, it feels like there hasn't been one of those for a while, yeah. or at least a good one. Not in the same strain as this. Like Forza Horizon is maybe the closest right, these okay. days, but they're more like Project Gotham used to be, which was like right. a sort of different thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, if, I hope that this is them testing the waters 
on whether or not people are interested. Because I think their thinking might be, we fucked Need for Speed. Nobody trusts that anymore. It's become more bland and and forgettable than A Call of Duty, but less successful as well. And by all accounts, worse. I haven't played any of the last like three or four. Right. And no positive things about them seem to be being said by anybody who matters, which is me, and I'm saying they're bad. But uh, (laughs) (laughs) if this is Sitting in a very plush armchair as you say that too, which (laughs) really adds to- He needs like a brandy, like a sniffed (laughs) on brandy. It's changed (laughs) my attitude. Winston Churchill at the moment. I feel like some like the guy who shows up at the end of one of those douchey ads about like take away your man card. Ah yes. Yeah. But saying that this is your chair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I ain't sitting in it. Um uh, yeah, I hope this is them sort of dipping their toe in the water to see if people are keen for more burnout. Yeah. That's typically how these things go. Yeah. yeah. You do yeah. Easy way to yeah, low low risk venture yeah. of seeing if people are still into it and then an announcement of a new one. Yeah. I worry that it's forty dollars US and sixty over here. I think mm-hmm. that might be a bit pricey for it. Right. It's an older game. Yeah. But I, you know, I don't know what you char- like twenty bucks is maybe pretty generous. Right, so, and it's, you know, all the DLC as well. Yeah. And it's, it's not old enough that it's going to look shitty, right? No, it'll it'll probably look great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Depending on how they do this. It's only coming out for the PS4, the Xbox One, and the PC. Right. No Switch version. They said, we have nothing to announce about the Switch at this time. But okay. in a very, like, we're not going to do it, you fucking idiot. Yeah, How right. dare you ask me that question? We're not a bunch of babies who like casual games. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. real Wii U vibes off of right. the way they said it. Yeah, right. Who is the who makes who makes it's it? It's EA. Okay. Okay. It's right. a weird way of phrasing it, though. We have nothing to announce. Like, of course, people are going to say, oh, they're just not announcing right. it yet. Yeah. It's like, just yeah. say we're not, we're not thinking about it right now. Yeah. We're not working on it right now. Do you know yeah. what, though? The people who did make it were Criterion, and I feel like... A lot of the sort of people who were around at the time this was made have fucked off from there now. Right, okay. Right, uh, right. I'm not sure of my exact history uh, with the Napoleonic Wars, but this I do know specifically. Okay. James Gronson is the lead designer. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was... I, I'm not sure if they did make a new burnout, whether it would be good or if it would be... Yeah, okay. Need yeah. for Speed. So, but yeah. this should be good because it was a good game originally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. excited. Yeah. I'm, I don't mind paying full price. I, I, it, this is like a... Why well, it's not full price. It's, you know, it's well, yeah, a little yeah. under. Yeah. yeah. It's, this is a Wii U game on the Switch situation where I'd never played this, so I'm yeah. happy to just... Yeah. yeah. And you're saying 60, like that's like retail price. So realistically, somewhere like a JV Hi-Fi, you probably it might get go it for under. like 50. Yeah. yeah. They usually do. They're usually about yep. roughly $10 under the recommended retail price. I had a look on eBay today at the Ultimate Box thing, which had all the DLC that was on the 360, mm. uh, and that's going for about $18.50 on eBay. <laughs> oh, okay. So okay. that's... I'll probably get it price. online for like $135. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird, the thing of it, I, if it was coming to the Switch, I would be a massive shot to rebuy it just because it would be a great handheld game because you can play it in little bursts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the, like, yeah, it still seems to... Ha- the Switch still seems to have that Wii U thing of people just going, either we can't make this for the Switch yeah. or we can't be fucked making this for the Switch. Yeah, so do, do we want to talk about this briefly, the, kind of checking in? Because we were all super hyped on the Switch early and really excited and looked like there was a bunch of games coming out for it mm-hmm. and they were all looking good and the mm-hmm. ones we played we were loving. Mm-hmm. Do we feel like it slowed down a little bit? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Yes and no. I mean, it depends. It, it You know, it's like anything. It depends what you're into. I mean, in terms of their, in, in terms of their big tier releases, 
like yes yeah uh and yeah i guess also in terms of third party like you had that initial like announce of doom coming out on there and, yep. and wolfenstein 2 which i guess wasn't that long ago yeah even those though like it's the same as with our boy which we're going to talk about like that yep. was uh, it's more than a year old doom was when it came out as well yeah sure. it's it, like it's cool if you haven't played them same with skyrim there are people going through skyrim and like i never played yeah. this and it's, yes. i'm loving it yes uh but it, you can't it, that just that's, doesn't interest me. That's and I also think a not. Lot of other people. That's not how we judge the other consoles. Yeah, I guess. Like, and we uh, we have to. Like, we have the other consoles. We play them. I got the PS4 close to launch. Like, I just yeah, it just feels a little bit light on in terms of games I want to play on it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Or stuff that you couldn't play somewhere else. Like, I think a lot of these things that are coming back. Uh, like our boy and whatever, the reason people are dipping into it now when they might not have before is because they weren't actually, not that this d- says anything about the quality of the game, yeah. as interested at the time, but because the Switch is so thirsty for games. Yes. Well, to be fair, with our boy more. specifically, it's been out on PC. It came out on everything else. Oh, really? Okay, not just right. Switch. I right. didn't realise that. I, yeah, but, it, yeah, it's not just yeah, that right. it's a... It, like I see what you're saying, but, yeah. but that's not a that's it's more about that's, Doom and Wolfenstein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And these yeah. Sort yeah. Of games. But to to be double fair, I owned Alboy on PC and never played it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. Stardew yeah. Valley, same sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. Like it's yeah. It, yeah. there's something which also speaks to how fucking cool the Switch is as like I can take this anywhere sort of thing, which yes. does work well for me. And and in terms of it as a piece of hardware, I would prefer to play any game on the Switch yeah. over the PS4. Like the Same. controller, the layout of the, the interface. I love the Switch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. I've been playing Rocket League on it and it is noticeably worse looking. Yes, uh, sure. Which affects that game because you need to be able to see yep. clarity yep. Uh, in things because you're looking far away and you yeah. need to make specific judgments. Yep. Also, Celeste on it, I kind of wish I haven't been playing on it because the D-pad on that Pro Controller is pretty shit. Oh yeah, I've been finding diagonal jumps are uh, really uh, awkward to do. Unless right. you, if you're using the you stick, don't use they're the fine. Stick? Yeah, yeah right. if I use the stick, it's fine. But I don't. I would prefer to have a D-pad. Yeah, right. Mode. Yeah, right. okay. Just I, personally, uh, yeah. I agree the D-pad sucks, but I haven't really used it for anything. Yeah, yeah it mostly just gets yeah. used for things like cycling through your items, and yeah. thing, stuff like that. Yeah, where yeah. It's pretty. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, yeah. Y- it's. It's it's a hard one because it's all it's all subjective. Like yeah, you saying that there's nothing, there's not many things not coming much. up yeah. that you're super looking forward to. There's a bunch that I personally am for yeah. my tastes, and I think it's also a product of like if you have a year where they where you bring out a, a mainline Zelda and a mainline Mario, yeah. it's like well any year. You know, it's going to be pretty hard to to immediately keep that going. Yeah, like I think they, I think they just really wanted to have a big first year, unlike the, you know, what happened with the Wii U where it came sure. out and then nothing happened. Which I guess potentially the problem that they found themselves now in is like, ah, oh, fuck. But also they've sold more of them than they did with the Wii. So yeah, does it does uh, it yeah. just matter? Stuff like this of like this. 10-year-old nearly 360 game yeah. isn't coming over to it, yep. which that seems crazy to me. And, like, it it has to be if you've got – well, it doesn't have to be, but, like, the, it's – the best situation to be in is to have it be the second thing that you own. 
Yeah. Yes. If it was the only thing you owned, I think I like if I was in that position, which many many people are. Yeah. yeah. You could only get one console or something. Yep. It's not the one I would go for. Totally not. No. Which, yeah. You know. It's is, th- yeah. For my taste, it still is the one I would. And yeah, I'm I'm playing. Well, especially everything that we're about to talk about in the last week and a half, like I've played like so much of it because it's yeah. all stuff that's come out on there. And I mean, yeah, like it is a shame. Yeah, I don't – I guess it still is new enough that they're – that a developer like the people doing Burnout, yeah. like they they kind of don't – I don't even know if it's not sure if it's worth it or not. I mean, maybe it's a thing of like if you – do it for all three, like they worry that people are going to just default to the Switch because a lot of people do have both consoles. And then, what's the point of making the? I, 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 think I don't even not, really. I, I think, don't. I don't even really know what it is. I but think it's that it's not powerful enough. Yeah, I mean that's I, and that's know. always going to be same thing as the Wii U. Yeah, where like that had a bunch of ports from the PS3 and stuff. Yeah, and then they kind of went, oh fuck, we can't put anything on here. See you later. Yeah. Yeah. I, I you get the PS2 version of FIFA this year, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. I, well, just to, I, yeah. just quickly though, the other thing is like, it, yeah, it's a little bit damned if you do, damned if you don't. Like if burn, like you saying a ten-year-old Xbox game, like if that was coming out on Switch as well, that that would kind of work against it as well because it's like, yeah. oh, cool, all we're getting to play on here is ten-year-old Xbox uh, games. Totally, yeah. So. yeah. Like I am. That's very very fair. Yeah, I think yeah. I yeah. Don't. <laughs> Actually, something you've said as a criticism of it in yeah. the past as well. Like, yeah, I know, but like, it's it's a criticism of things in general. And then if you can't even have that thing, yeah, yeah, then like that's a double criticism, which makes two negatives make a positive. So I, I guess fucking love it. It's great. Um, so they, I was looking at um the release schedule mm. for I think twenty. It, it's described as twenty eighteen and onwards. Yeah, and so um. I think, yeah, I was doing this in the Facebook group with one of our listeners. We were kind of going through and going like, oh, yeah, but let's assume that these come out this year. And these don't. And these don't. Yeah. Um, which ones are any good? And I think it was like, even if we assume they all come out this year, it's still like one every two months. Yeah. Which I guess for like a normal person, that's plenty. Yeah. But because this is both a hobby that I spend a lot of free time doing yep. and this. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and and also because I compare it, uh, I just have to compare it to the PS4. Yeah. I can't ignore that. And the PS4 has a game I want to play come out almost every week. Yeah. It, it just feels like it, it's so fewer in comparison. Yeah. And yeah. it has a bunch of old stuff. Like it has a bunch of PS2 and PS3 games. The Xbox yeah. One is even better for that stuff where it has a fuckload yeah. of 360 games on it. That's More original Xbox One yeah. showing up. Like if I had to buy one, I would still maybe get an Xbox One. Yeah. Because like the Game Pass thing is cool. It has most things come to it. There are a few exclusive on the PS4, but it's also the cheapest one. Yep. Yeah. There's yeah. massive positives. I think the things that you get on Xbox Live Gold, the free games are generally better right. than the PS4 ones, right. but the, with the exception of the last couple. But like, man, yeah. I don't know. It's uh, Man, whatever you get, video games are pretty fucking fun. Yeah. Unless you get a, one of them uh, Ouyas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the thing, the, the only thing that makes 
that made me get a Switch mm. was the first party games. Yeah. And I'm happy I did because I love to play games on it. Yeah. And that's still the big thing is the Nintendo games. Yeah. So if it weren't for Mario Odyssey, I probably wouldn't have gotten one. Right. Still. Yeah, like right. Because Zelda was on the Wii U. Yep. I, it, it, that is the game that made me buy it. And now, I, like, I, I'm looking forward to, you know, it's going to be around for years more. Yeah. And you're not yeah. wasting your money. On what, the, also, I don't like paying the fucking tax of getting something on the Switch. Yeah. They, everything is consistently more expensive on that thing. Yeah. yeah. Which is very fucking annoying. Yeah, that is annoying. Yeah. I think the fact that I love playing games on it so much makes this sizable list of small nitpicks more annoying. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, for me, like someone who went in on the Wii U day one and was just burnt by it, yeah. like like coming at it from that from that perspective... I just can't imagine having anything to complain about <laughs> of having the yeah. year that we had last year and even knowing that we have like a Mario Tennis that looks really cool, yeah. a Kirby platformer, a Yoshi platformer. Like I know it's just Stockholm Syndrome, but it's like getting those three in the one year, yeah. in the second year of it, like fucking great because yeah. we certainly weren't getting anything <laughs> like that kind of in the yeah. Wii U and yeah. also like worth remembering I watched that, that Kirby and Yoshi game be bad though yeah uh, yeah we'll see I think it, like I'm holding out hope that the Kirby game is good I think it looks like it's going to be fun but right. anyway cool. um, it, it's also yeah I, I mean I think at the moment they're kind of being deliberately cagey about yeah. what exactly is coming out and we sort of didn't know that much about 2017 at this point of 2017 we, as well. We knew about, I think, every big game that came out. Yeah. By, by now, but we didn't really know time. We didn't know like dates. We hadn't seen much of them. Like no, but like. But uh, yeah, they had just about. They had had that hands on. They had like just announced all of that at the start of. Yes. At the start, it was still the very start of the year. Yeah. But they had that big event where we went to the hands-on thing. Yes, And that's they had right. that presentation. Yeah. And look, same thing about the Xbox. Like, man, I can't name a fucking thing this yeah. year that I'm looking forward to. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, uh, yeah, interesting to check back in on the Switch. Yeah. Before we move on. Before Nox. we switch subjects. Yes. Uh, before yes. we PS4 subjects. Let's say hello. Uh, <laughs> hello. I've been here for a while. It's pretty weird that you'd uh, greet me now. Okay. But, uh, I mean, since you've said hi to me, I'll uh, tell you about a product and service that I like. Sure. It's called HelloFresh. Oh. They're sponsoring the show this week. Uh, HelloFresh helps solve the what's for dinner debate by delivering delicious, fuss-free recipes with the exact pre-proportioned fresh ingredients you need to cook them from scratch. And I'm glad that the recipes are fuss-free. My least favourite thing to eat is fuss. Yeah. I do not like the taste of it. <laughs> yeah. 99% fuss-free. 100%. 100%. No fuss. <laughs> fuss-free, fresh food delivered straight to your door and prepared by you. Uh, it's we, we have tried HelloFresh. Yeah. Mm. And I really liked it. I Me too. I fucking loved it. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, I, yeah, still... Work in an office and I get home, like, not after shops close, but I get home late enough that it'd be a real bitch to drive to the grocery store and back Mm -hmm. and having a meal ready to cook, which I also love doing. Yeah. It's just perfect. They're extremely easy to cook as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's very simple. We, I think we all got the same recipes. We got like a week's worth of stuff. Yeah. And... I hit up you, Ben, and I was like, baby, you got to try this chicken and mushroom Florentine. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're like, all right. And then look who came crawling back the next day. You're like, <laughs> yes. this Florentine, this is some good shit. It was fucking great. It was so good. It was delicious, yeah. 
and uh, it was it was enough. Por- it was sort of like proportioned out so it could be for two servings or four if you add a few more like basic staples. They gave us enough for four, I believe. Right. Yeah, right, right. and you, then you could halve it. So I, yeah, right. It, it's one of those when you subscribe, you get your choice of yep. how many. But and the and when they say like two portions, they they're good portions. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of different options. Uh, some examples would be the classic box. Whether you're a pescatarian, flexitarian, gluten or dairy free, our classic box has recipes that'll satisfy every preference. Nice. Uh, That's me. I love I love it all. You change from day to day as well. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you same clothes day to day. I, I <laughs> have a uniform and I eat the same exact food every single day. I wish the world was 1984. <laughs> uh, there's a family box. Our kid-approved family recipes have been created with busy parents in mind, taking the hassle out of meal pre- uh, meal planning, prep, and cooking, so that you could stress less and enjoy dinner times more. There's a rapid box in the UK. Simple Ooh. recipes that get on the table in just 20 minutes. That's for Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's. Uh, uh, just chili dogs. Yes. Ten chili dogs a week. Waiting yes. for HelloFresh to do some branded content for the release of the Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> yes. movie and send you chili dogs. Uh, yeah, cool. they send you all the ingredients, they source them, all the things you'll need. They deliver them pre-measured in an insulated box to keep them fresh if you're not in. Yep. Uh, Which step by step happened rest- to me. Yep. I was at work, was on my doorstep, took it in, beautiful. They- Cold. Fresh. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> uh, simple step-by-step recipe cards. Uh, gluten-free, dairy-free. they got all sorts of options. You can do it for families. You can skip a week and pause your subscription or cancel it at any time. Mm-hmm. Nice. Which you go on actually, holiday or something. Yeah. Or yeah. if you just don't feel like it for a week. Yeah, that's true. You can just pause just it. On a hunger strike, perhaps. Yeah. Yes. Uh, zero food waste. The not much packaging waste either, which is yep. good. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and so all the recipes are created, tested, and reworked by their professionally trained team of in-house chefs. Nice. So delicious is a guarantee. Fuck yeah. Not like all that other food you get where they're like, deliciousness, not our priority. Yeah, no. we don't really it's care. It's full of fuss as well. <laughs> <laughs> and and worth, worth really labouring this point, if three fuck-ups like us can find it easy to do, that yeah. speaks absolute volumes about the ease of preparation. If, for a normal person, <laughs> you oh. glide through it with your eyes closed. Yeah, yeah. It is like it's specifically made for dumb guys <laughs> like us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've measured it out for you. We've got the <laughs> recipe right there. Yeah, if it's this like were, a really nice attitude of like someone who lives with you who knows you suck but they're like happy to do it yes. yeah yeah if uh, this company existed like in the 90s the TV ads would have been like you know <laughs> the the wife sort of you know facing the camera hubby's in the back his head's on fire yeah. Yeah. shit's just pouring out of the cupboards he's yeah. holding like 60 eggs and they're all falling <laughs> a couple of them like hatch in his hands and the chickens fly yes. away uh, Boy, he's really fucked up. Yeah. You can try HelloFresh if you want with a 50% off uh, your first two boxes uh, if you use the code CASUALS. So if you go to HelloFresh and you uh, put in that code, you get 50% off your first two boxes using the code CASUALS, Yes, uh, which is a good thing. My mum genuinely is is getting this now. Oh, nice. Off the back of... Uh, we should be able to go down and eat half the meals then. Why? Because of fifty percent off. You can stay the hell away from my house. <laughs> well, she hasn't subscribed. My parents' house. I don't live there. No, well, but you also <laughs> you also do want him to stay away from your actual house. That's been made I want him very to stay clear. Away from anywhere that I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. So this has your mum got? You, she hasn't well, signed up yet, has down. she? Uh, well, I I hope not because she can use the code Casuals. Now, where's the code Casuals come from? It's the name of our podcast. Half of it. They use 50% of our name to get 50% off. Well, that's how you remember it. So try HelloFresh, 50% off your first two boxes using the code CASUALS. 
Uh, Would have loved it if they'd gone with the other half of that. <laughs> Go to this food website and enter the promo code FILTHY. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost yeah, like they've specifically chosen not to do that. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. I only just dawned on me when you read that out before we started recording. I'm like, everyone else just uses FILTHY. Why have they said casuals? Yes. Because it's casual cooking, baby. Yes. Use Hello the promo Crash. code Dirty rotting food to get 50% off. You won't get any money off. Use the promo code casuals. <laughs> yes. Promo code casuals. Hello fresh. Yeah. Hello operator. Give me number nine. Man, do you script these? <laughs> <laughs> number nine of what? Uh, it's the, the ninth game. review that we do this year. Oh, yeah. shit, dude. It's not, but hey. Um, so, yeah, a few things to talk about in terms of reviews. Uh, now, like I said, I've been playing three things over the last week and a half on yes. the Switch. So, yeah, for me personally, it's been a busy week. Hey, uh, I also have played two games on the Switch. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I've played zero games on anything. <laughs> well, oh. Actually, that's not true. I played some more Vice City. Oh, yeah, right. On the PS2. Still okay. Cool. Cool. Is it still Vice City? <laughs> it remains Vice City. All these years later, <laughs> it's still Dre. Uh, now, I talked about it a bit uh, a little while ago after playing the demo, but Dragon Quest Builders yeah. uh, it came out, I think, about two weeks ago by the time people hear this. Yep. Uh, on the Switch. Sorry, it's been out on the... Uh, there it is again. Yeah. There it is again. A year and a half, something like that. Yes, yep. yes, yes. Uh, and, yeah, I continue to really love it. The I went in on the demo thinking that I wouldn't care for it at all, but just yeah. felt like I should put, you know, well, it's there, it's free, I'll give yep. it a quick crack. And it kind of immediately won me over. Mm. Uh, yeah, I spent the better part of a weekend playing this just after it came out. So it is a, a yeah, Stardew Valley, Minecrafty style building, um, foraging, crafting game. Yeah. But with more of a quest to it and more of a deliberate objective. So yeah. there's always someone in your little base who you can go and talk to and they'll say hey, what if we made this? Go off there and you'll find the materials here. And so you, you go off on a little, you know, to have to go digging, find the materials, bring them back, craft the thing. Yeah, just because re- this world is, the the concept is that everybody's forgotten how to build anything. Yes. The fact that they can stand in the village and go, yeah, these are the materials you'll need and just do it over there. I don't believe them for <laughs> yeah. five seconds. This yeah. is like a compo claim. They're yeah. just like, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, I fucking um. Oh, you go do it. I'm. Uh, I've forgotten. Uh, oh, I've, I've absolutely forgotten. Yeah. Anyway, here's the exact number of everything that <laughs> yes. you'll need to make yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. I'll well, just I, stand here and wait and watch you do it. Boy, well, I haven't finished it yet. I hope that's some kind of twist ending where he just goes <laughs> up. People were just taking the piss. Yeah, Ashton Kutcher comes out. <laughs> we punked you, bitch, but in a very constructive way. We've yeah. not. We're not doing the angry punks anymore. Where yeah. we burn some down. Literally constructive. Yeah, these mm. are friendly punks. Where we <laughs> end up with an orphanage <laughs> afterwards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the interesting thing about it is that so you don't need to know any. It, it kind of has with a. It kind of has nothing to do with Dragon Quest. Like that, you don't need to know anything about. It. It's its own little self-contained thing. Yeah. But the very start of it, which I thought was interesting, it's based on. It's an alternate universe. Like, it's based on the idea of an alternate ending to the first it's Dragon the bad Quest. Ending. It, it, it's the bad it's ending. It's in the yeah. game, yeah. Right. Yeah, right. So, where you, you, you can choose whether to side with this big villain or not, and you in the game are meant to say no, and this is the world where you said yes, right. and you were going to rule by his side, but then he just fucked you over and plunged the world into darkness. And yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's really fun. Like I've said on the on the podcast in the past that things like 
Stardew Valley and Minecraft that are sort of seemingly just kind of drop you in and then it's like you kind of do what you want. I've yep. sort of never been able to get on with. And so this is this is perfect for me because you get driven towards things and it means that when you decide to just start fucking around and doing your own thing, it for me, like it kind of feels more reward. Like it feels like, oh, this is a treat. Like I've gone off the beaten track here. Right. This is actually fun. You know, you know that you're meant to be doing other stuff. I I, th- I think that's when I enjoy that kind of stuff when it's, you know, when I'm choosing to do it instead of doing something else. Not your, when your it's like GTA the base style. level. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's fun to do missions for a bit, and then you you try to do one over and over, and you can't do it, and so you go, I'll oh, just spend an hour fucking around. Yeah. Um. And yeah, the I think the aesthetic of it is really good. It's very simplistic, but I think that really works for what it is which to me is kind of like the blocky kind of minecraft style almost works in the sense that like well this is a world that was originally set in this 8-bit very blocky pixely world and it kind of works like that thing of build bringing that into 3d yep like sort of justifies this yeah um yeah i'm having a really good time with it it's divided up into chapters where you uh you finish one and then you move on to a new land and you don't take anything with you. So you start right. from scratch. And so as you're building up your little city, more people come and join you. Monsters start to attack you more and more. Uh, the waves get bigger and bigger. So you have to build your defenses bigger and bigger, right. which then culminates in you taking on a big boss, which then you beat him and you move on to the next uh, land. So right. you're building like trebuchets and shit. Like you're, you're building a, a crossbow launches or yeah t- so it typically starts with people in your town going like hey it'd be cool if i had my own room can you make a room and put a private sign on it right and then eventually it's like hey there's more and more waves of enemies coming so build this big trap with spikes out the front and right, right. more these- traps than people attacking them yeah maybe that happens later on but that right. hasn't happened so far in the bit that i've uh, the, in the bit that i've done right um the combat is not great like as you're walking around the the world, you encounter these little monsters, and it, it's like it's just serviceable enough, but it still is pretty clunky in terms of like kind of positioning yourself in just the right point to have to hit them. And right. you're just kind of standing there and slashing at them, and like you just stand there and slashing at them, and they will hit you, and they can do pretty significant damage. So you sort of have to constantly be kind of like hitting them and then quickly running away and going around behind them. Right. And but there's it, no rolling. There's no There's like no rolling. There's no shield. Yeah. It's it's literally just hack and slash. And it feels like, yeah, in, in deciding to make it fundamentally about building, the combat has kind of – they've had to make a choice and combat has kind of fallen by the wayside. Right. It, it became – particularly tough when I was fighting the boss where like you have to put bombs at his feet and it kept not being able to register the just the exact distance because everything is on a grid everything is on these blocky yeah, grids yeah, yeah. so putting the bomb down it's like oh there's not enough space there it's like there's heaps of space there like right. so it felt like that was a little harder than it needed to be purely because of right. the mechanics of the combat not that it meant that like it it doesn't make it impossible to do. It's just, and this is also a thing that. So there's a sequel coming out this year that I really hope that th- that th- this is improved upon. Right. Uh, the other thing I would love to see them improve in the sequel is that the music is quite god awful. <laughs> you have quite th- god awful. It's <laughs> yes. So it's you're a bit <laughs> of an absolute complete fuck. <laughs> Partially. <laughs> there's two thing. There's two bits of music in each world. Uh, 
That doesn't sound like enough. No. <laughs> Two. Yeah. 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 So, oh, there's no, there's battle music, but for the most part, you have your right. loop of music when you're in your little town, yeah. and then you have the loop when you're out in the world. The loop. They're all themes that are apparently taken from other Dragon Quest games, yeah. but right. they sound like they've been recorded on the lowest quality MIDI keyboard <laughs> they could find. Yeah. And the loops are extremely short, so it just becomes really, really grating having this stuff. And then I tried to like turn the music all the way down and just have music playing off my laptop, but you yeah. can't. Tur- you can only get the music down oh, to a no. certain volume, which is a, a, what do you yeah. You can't. Put it. You can adjust the volume level of the music. You can adjust the volume of sound effects and music, but you can't. Put you it can't to get zero. the music all the way off. You That's can only get it to fucking one. That's silly. crazy. <laughs> Which is very weird. That's yeah. so weird to like have that option in there and go like, but not zero. No. Yeah, yeah. No one would hate it enough that they turn it yeah. all the way yeah. off. No, I mean, look, it's backing either. your artistic product, so you can't yeah. fault them in that sense. But yeah. give them the option to either have it gratingly loud <laughs> or quiet enough that it's like irritatingly distant. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Now that was the gratingly loud I hate version. Quiet music, quiet yeah. music being in the background when you can't quite get a handle of exactly what's going yeah. on is one of the most like it. It's the most distracting thing. Yeah, because your brain is spending so much effort trying to process like, okay, where's the beat in this? You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I also, do. eye contact. Not a fan of it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> odd numbers of cars <laughs> passing me in the street. Can't handle. It's so yeah. It's such a. It's it's become so annoying because it's just on such a short loop and it's these two things that you 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 you're constantly hopping between your base and the and the world mm. and it's just you hear this again and again and again and again on this loop and it I just it, for me like I think everything else about the presentation is like so just doing what it's trying to do very well and right. kind of like so like immaculate and precise that it's just sticks out so much to have this one element that just doesn't seem to have had that much care. It placed sounds in like it. it's maybe like a a slight misstep on the uh, idea of having it be this retro thing uh, and right. uh, yeah. tying into yeah. the yeah. things. It sounds like they've gone for that and not really hit it. Yeah, yeah which, a little bit. Yeah, but it sounds like a decent game to put on if you're listening to a podcast as well. Totally. So. Yeah. Yeah, I've had a really great time with it, and I'm I'm yeah I'm I, I'll keep like still invested in it, still enjoying it a lot, like. I kind of made myself finish the boss today to get up to the uh, second world to kind of see how that felt in order to talk about on here. And it's kind of exciting. Like it, it, it's it's weird because like when monsters attack your town, like you do get that thing of like, oh no, my fucking – then they come in and start smashing stuff. It's like, yeah, yeah. oh, that room I spent ages building. No. like, And right. you get notifications like, hey, your, your blacksmith studio has gone. You're going right. to have to rebuild that. Um, and similarly like – in moving on to the next bit of the world, like it tells you, like, hey, or, like you can go back in, but like you're going to lose everything. You're moving on. Right. It's a bit of like, ah, oh. mm. but I think that's kind of a smart structure because I, I tend to find with these sorts of things, once you reach a point where you've built it up a certain amount, it's kind of not as exciting anymore. Yeah. Most yep. things like this yep. are like you start out at absolute nothing. And then once you've got it humming a little bit is like the most exciting bit. Yeah. Right. Once you've gotten it to this really constructive point, it's like, uh, well, I'm just adding in a new chair. Like it's not right. as thrilling when you're not adding like whole great rooms. Totally. And Even like SimCity type things where yeah. you are building a massive thing. It's still kind of an illusion because you're building a new element of the city next from yeah. scratch. Yes. You're so, into yeah. critical mass where it's kind of like, well, it just doesn't feel like you're not taking those great strides that you take early on. Yeah. So I think that's kind of an interesting thing that it's, so it's divided up into four chapters and you, so yeah, 
every few hours you you reset and you yeah. start with different and there's different things that you build in each one. So I think that's kind of a smart mechanic that you and never then, really get too right. cocky or complacent or um, after you've done settled. all after you've done all of that, you get like an infinite mode, right? You uh you get the infinite mode. I, I unlocked that after finishing the oh, first boss, okay, so you get right. that pretty early, right? On. Yeah, and you can maybe go it's just for each world you get it after you beat it. I think you probably get all the elements from right. because they each have different elements in sense. them. So I think like the and you yeah, and you can go like from the main menu. It's just like choose which chapter you want to go in on, right? And there's a different save file for each chapter, so you oh. can dip in and out of the ones that you finished and oh, just so go fucking crazy, like right. completely separate episodes. little episodes. Yeah, yeah pretty right. much. Like yeah, you, you okay. take nothing with you into the like right. all your health resets. Like everything resets when okay. you go into the next one. Right. Um. So yeah, I I'm yeah I'm really enjoying it a lot. Uh, I'm excited for the sequel. Like they've added, uh, you can make waterfalls, and they've added a. You have it like a hang glider, so you can go Ooh. from fly around. They've there's a bit of footage of them showing it off, which looks like having played this first one. It's like I can immediately see how that would make it extremely fucking cool, right? Zelda see? style to be able to go like up to the very top of a bit and get down to a bit where you need to, because it, it is your character doesn't move particularly fast, and at times you're traversing these great distances, which. You know, it sort of becomes a little bit like, oh, yeah, back out there and right. yeah. this and, yeah. It, yeah. This sounds like your No Man's Sky. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. And yeah. just like, a, it, like yeah, the the couple of times I've played games like that, like the, the thing that I've been hankering for is just a bit of, I want to be able to sit down and just, just do three of these little yeah. objectives yeah. and, and yeah. get through it. And so, uh, yeah, like uh, I was put off by... Uh, but, but from going in on it initially yeah. by the the fact that it's Dragon Quest themed, which had doesn't have any effect over it whatsoever. Right. If you've never played any of those games, which I haven't, and also the fact that it seemed very Minecrafty. Yes. It like visually, yes, it does, but it it doesn't. It it's. I mean, it's. Yeah, it's it's a it's a JRPG. It's a simplified JRPG with. This as the core thing of it. Yeah, for the like the first half of you talking about it, I was thinking like, for anyone who has played Minecraft, this sounds like someone explaining Minecraft, <laughs> the most popular game in the world. Yeah, but obviously, yeah. There's a lot of other stuff that makes the direction it, yeah. is a big thing because that was the thing with Minecraft that like when I tried it, made me go, oh, this isn't for me. Right, like you go, oh, I guess I'll build a castle. Well, that was boring. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll yeah. walk out down this mine. Uh uh, it's this sucks. <laughs> and I, don't, I don't get Minecraft. Minecraft yeah. because Minecraft still doesn't does it have direction? I because this is like uh, you make these rooms and you get you get points and you you know your your base has uh, has XP. So right. the more yeah, rooms right. you put in and the more furniture you build and all that kind of stuff that levels up your base. That makes your people in the town. I think it makes them more powerful. So that when you're being attacked by right, so you sort of. Even when you're fucking around, like you have incentive to fuck around because it's like it's it's all these kind of yeah it's Minecraft but with like everything has some kind of RPG element attached right. to it. Yeah, Minecraft right. has like a tiny bit more of that stuff now, but it's mostly still mostly still just open. the joys. And I think it's want. more about doing all the multiplayer things right for people right. Yeah. But uh, I wouldn't claim to know. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, so you can't get me on that. Yeah, no, that's all right. Fair. Get yeah. out of here, lawyer. You are under oath, Je- Jonathan Lawyer. My I, baker who never trusts me. <laughs> <laughs> I have a baker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I played the demo of this game and I didn't like it. Yep. But uh, 
I don't hold it against you for liking it. Mm. Thank, very <laughs> yeah. good of you. Yeah. Very big of you. I yes. played the demo and did like it and have the game and never played it. Right. So right. I should do that at some point before the next one comes yeah. out. So yeah. So I think it's definitely worth it if you're – yeah, it, it, give it a crack on the demo. There's a demo on the PS4 and I think, yeah, on the Switch. Yeah, you yeah. Can, you can get the demo on whatever – platform you might be getting it on. I think it's on yep. the Vita as well. Yeah, it is on the Vita, yeah. Right. Yeah, definitely worth a look in. Although, yeah, like I said, there is a sequel yeah. coming out later this year, so, yeah, not unreasonable to just hold out for that. Yeah. Because I imagine that will be, yeah, a yeah. slightly bit better. Yeah. Uh, ben, you and I have been playing a game yes. that we alluded to earlier. <laughs> 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 what? You've been playing a game? Yes. You too. Yeah, we've been trying to see how long it would take before you realised we tied your shoelaces together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so angry this is going to make me jump up in anger and walk out of this okay, room. Okay, the second part's the more important part. Yeah, yeah. Jumping up is not that. Jump as much as you like, buddy. Yeah, bro- Knock yeah. yourself out. <laughs> yeah. I always jump one leg in the air first to oh. test the waters. Oh, oh well, now this is about okay. to get fucking right. good. Here we go. <laughs> Uh, oh no, I fell. Out. I can't be bothered acting this out any more than that. <laughs> you but, were so um, close to finishing I know, it, though. <laughs> I know, I know, but I'd have to go like, "Ow!" You and didn't, then it'd end. You did it anyway. <laughs> you did it then. Mix it back in. Just oh. yeah, edit it. Cut out all that stuff in the middle, and you'll yeah, just be I'll set. Put in some pots and p- pans clattering. Great, <laughs> nice. Uh, so yeah, our boy, which we were mentioning before, yes. it has been out on the PC for a year. Or uh, I, uh, yeah, about that. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, Our November twenty sixteen. I think it came out. Right. Well, okay. Uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll trust you. That's more than a year, but less than two. Yeah. Yeah. I believe you. Not so like that fucking Jonathan Baker character. <laughs> I mean, lawyer. <laughs> uh, so I finished this game. Fuck. I, me I was putting a lot of time into Dragon Quest Builders, um, and yeah, then this came out and just immediately took my focus because, again, I, I loved it immediately. Yes, you stayed up for the midnight release that did not happen <laughs> two <laughs> nights in a row. I did, <laughs> yeah. First was my fault. <laughs> yep. Uh, second was not my fault. No, that's true. Yeah. It just came out way in the morning, like some normal time that's not midnight. Yeah, like I'd pre-ordered it and pre-loaded it and everything, so I assumed, well, stroke of midnight, I'll just unlock. Yeah. It didn't. No. But when I got up in the morning, it was there. Yeah, nice. Uh, but yeah, this. Uh, so this game, it, this has been in development for 10 years. Right. Uh, or was in development for 10 years before it first came out. Uh, the guy who made it, and I did write his name down because I wanted to get it right, Simon Staffsness Anderson. Uh, he started working on it around the time of the Wii and the right. Wii got him thinking like, wouldn't it be cool if there was kind of like a sort of a retro looking game on this thing? Yeah, Which that's... tells you how long, just yeah. to really put into context how long ago this actually was. Yeah. The idea that that was a unique <laughs> concept. Because yeah. when this would have been started was like, I remember, like, Braid would have just come out. Sure. Yeah. Which was the first one I remember sort of being of this short indie 2D and style. And then, yeah, Fez was a little bit off. That too? was a fair bit. I think that was, like, 2012 or something. Yeah, yeah. right. It was, like, yeah. Braid and then, like, all those kind of explosion uh, man, I remember. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, oh, um, Limbo would have been, like, 2010. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, or do I mean Limbo? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So it, this, it, yeah, when he started this, it would have been a pretty novel idea. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> an interesting like the pixel art style of stuff. Oh no! Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just been ten whole years of his life <laughs> that he's devoted into this. Oh man, I'm am I back? A little bit scratchy still, I think. Hmm. Hmm. 
All right, I'm back. I should have told I'm you. I'm back. Uh, an enormous spider crawled into your mouth. And <laughs> oh, yeah, yes. please <laughs> give me the antidote. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it, even like it, this coming out now is like, oh, great. Someone else getting on the old pixel art train. It's yeah. also, correct me if I'm wrong, like a Metroidvania type of it thing. It is. Yeah. It is indeed. Yeah, which yes. there have been a number of pixely ones of them. Yes. yes. Yeah. However, this is the best one. Right. Like, I love the visual style. Yes. And I was totally sick of pixel art. I was yeah. totally sick of it. Yeah. And it, this is so well thought out. It's so beautiful. Like, it's filled with, like, warmth and heart from the visuals down to the, the music. And, yeah. And that Metroidvania style, it's just done perfectly. Like, yeah. I played Super Metroid for the first time, what, like, four months ago or Somewhere. something? Yeah. And couldn't really get into it. This, like, just nails it. In a modern way. Right. Yeah. And you can feel... I mean, I was... <laughs> I'm going to nail you in a modern way. <laughs> oh, doggy. <laughs> I didn't know that about it It being in development for 10 years when I started playing it. But then when you find that out, it's like you... Once you're aware of that, you can feel all this time in it because it's a really yes. small team too. There's so much attention to detail and so much like just pure like joy and like everything just... Nothing, yeah, nothing feels inconsequential. Like yeah. nothing feels like a an accident or like it's just been lopped in there. Like everything feels so deliberate and so precise from the yep. character design to the world design. The story is really great. Yes. The writing is really great. Yeah. The story um, really surprised me in how yeah. good it was. It just, just sounds a little bit like Cave Story. Uh, it's, like I, it's coming I, from the same sort of vein as that, I guess. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, thinking about yeah. context of it being made. Yeah. Cave Story is way more actiony. This this is a bit more this kind of almost feels to me I would say it's a bit more like a, a an RPG in 2D platformer this, form it, than a really Metroidvania, I would ma- say. Weirdly, and not so much in the gameplay style, but just the tone, it made me think of games like Final Fantasy Six. Yeah. Right. Um, especially huh. in, in terms of the story and the way it plays out and the sort of genuine emotional depth it has. Really surprised yeah, me. Yeah, you basically go into these dungeons and then in between those dungeons there'll be these long-ish chunks of story that just kind of happen. Yep. But they're all, so, they're all so well done and so interesting that you don't sit there and go, oh, great, I'm sitting through all this. Yeah. You feel so connected to what's going on. Totally. So the basic story is your... You're playing uh, an an owl who is mute, yep. which which I thought was really cool. Like the you know the common trope of a lot of video game heroes that the player is in control of don't speak. Yeah, like you know Link and everything. But to have that kind of actually formalized, yes, as like his character, which people are constantly bringing up that he's mute. I yep. thought was like a cool in little touch. Yeah, uh, you have a friend who you can carry around while you're flying, and you use him to shoot. And you basically, over the course of the adventure, you find, you know, two other friends who you're cycling between and all kind of have different abilities. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. So you yeah. can, you, your basic thing is, and you start off like you can fly just automatically. Yeah. You can spin and you can roll. I yeah. think that's it. Flies yeah. in like indefinitely kind of go wherever you want. Yep. Or like yeah. A, yep. Right. And yep. that feels cool. So it's set in this kind of floating world yeah. where you're constantly going up. Yeah. It looks a little skyward swordish. Yeah. Sort of, right. Uh, yeah. Islands and it, in the sky. And it's it's similar to, to the Metroid 2D games in that, yeah, it's, it is all vertical, horizontal moving around, but the vertical stuff you can fly. So it's not really the a problem. The freedom of just being able to fly everywhere for as long as you want is just... Straight out of the gate, just feels 
great. Yeah. Like such a different touch for this kind of game. There's no there's no depleting bar. There's yeah. no like you have to replenish. You can just go where as high up as you want. Yeah, you, I mean you hit barriers. Dream. But yeah, same. To be able to fly like that. Totally. Yeah. I know yeah. I'd die. I know I'd fuck it and I'd <laughs> die somehow. But yeah, man, you'd, I'd love no, to be able to fly. You'd, 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 you'd fly you'd, too close to the sun. I'd think I'd probably just fly into a rock or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, you'd fly, into, you'd fly into power lines. Like you know old Icarus? Yeah. yeah, old Icarus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Flew into a tree really fast. <laughs> <laughs> it really teaches you something about life, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the... The way that that's kind of at the start of the game, that you really it is more like a normal two D platformer for most of it. Yep. A bit action, but then there are like these set pieces where the flying and the dashing and the moving become really integral and really fun. Like a cave is collapsing on you or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, and it also it does a lot of things where it just it kind of switches up what you're doing for just a little segment. Yeah. Yep. So. There's yeah little segments. I don't want to spoil anything, but it'll just no, be yeah. like the controls yeah. change, or yeah. you're in control of something different, yeah. and it just does it for a little bit. There's so it feels like there's a lot of different gameplay styles kind of in here. Yep. There's stealth sections, which I typically am not a fan of stealth sections in games, but right. these are all really fun and just interesting, and it feels like they do them sparingly enough that you the kind of the pace is like. You come out of something a bit more actiony, and then you're in this, you know, like it yep. never, I don't know, stealth stuff to me sometimes just kind of feels, I don't know, either unfair or just unrealistic. It's like if these people catch you, but it's like, yeah, yeah but they can easily forget that they've yeah. seen you. Yeah, There's yeah. a lot of the time with stealth when it's done poorly that you're just kind of sitting there waiting. Yeah. yeah. As well, like you've just got to wait for someone to fucking walk past you. Yeah. And that Count is to seven instead of six. Yeah. Of like, yeah. And I guess it's maybe also the fact of, like that, how good this game looks. That it's like even if you're just sitting there waiting, it's just awesome to look yeah, at. Yeah, because like, I've still not played this, and it, and it, the anime it seems very heavily animated. I don't know how to do, like. It seems like there's a lot of fucking animation on everything. Yeah, they've nailed uh, yeah, that feel of yeah. like the way sprites kind of you know the characters kind of bob and move around kind when of, they're standing yeah, there. Yeah, this yep. that, like wobbly kind of SNES looking thing well, that looks really cool. Yeah, the yes. SNES, more like PS One ish two D games. The SNES yeah, yeah. kind of gets used as a as the main touch point for 16-bit retro-looking stuff, this feels a bit more Genesis slash Mega Drive-y to me. This yeah. kind of reminds me a lot more of games that came out on that console. Right. And, like, this is what I was going to say before was that we've, we've talked about this before when stuff comes out that's kind of retro-themed and, you know, it's like trying to tap into that feeling of being at a formative age and, you know, playing these games for the first time. Yeah. And a lot of times what tends to happen is that, the person who made it is just drawing on personally what they, you know, uh, associate with that, the games that they associate with that time. Yeah, sure. And sometimes, like, you play one of these games and it's just not what you you personally associate. So it's kind of like, oh, this is this person's version of that. Yeah. For me, this is just... So smack bang in the middle. Uh, it feels like his touchstones are all the exact same things that I think of when I think of the pastiche of right. like growing up with video games in that kind of 16-bit era. Yeah, like yep. there's little touches of like those kind of Mickey and Donald games that were on the Mega Drive where they they get there's like one where they get sucked into a magician's hat and then they're just in this magic world. Like the palette and stuff that he's chosen for it. Yeah, right. Uh, for this game, are, are really reminiscent of that, and it's those kind of little things like the the your main friend Getty yep. he he's he looks so much like 
one of the main characters from Day of the Tentacle. Like yes, he's, he's got the same posture and yes, he's got glasses it. Yeah. and it has to be – it must be deliberate. Like yeah. there's a bit where there's a mountain later on that kind of looks like one of the tentacles from that game as well. Like right. that just feel like all these tiny little things like the shopkeeper. This is from a different medium but the shopkeeper kind of looks like – the turtle character's girlfriend in Rocco's Modern Life. Just oh, yeah. all these little things that are in there that feel kind of like it's just yeah. When it, that feeling of like the nostalgia and the and evoking that kind of feeling of the the retro flavor. Yeah, it always but without it, sort of knocking your head. Knocking not, your head not at all. Because, and it registers yeah, so much yeah. harder if it's like they've used the exact same, not mm. just the biggest level. Here's Batman. Like these little more obscure yeah. things that are the exact things that you remember and feels a bit more powerful because it's a bit more niche. Right. See, I wouldn't have been able to pick out any specific influences. Right. Uh, and that's a really, really positive sign, I think. Yeah. It, it's just in the way that great movies draw on influences without specifically Having calling them out. to have seen them to, yeah. And, and also in, in a way that modernises those influences into a way that's really palatable and fun. Yeah. That's what this game does because I just really enjoy it and I really wouldn't have been able to pick out those specific things. Yeah, like, right. The thing you just said then I think is a really key thing as well where like all of these like uh, retro flavoury games, when they work well, like when the, the ones that seem to just be a little like, okay, I see what you did, uh, are... Doing another version of what would have happened back then, right? Uh, you know, doing a game that oh, it could have come out back then, but like yes. things like I think you would say Shovel Knight as well, Tommy. Yeah. Like it's the game that you would have imagined then, yes, existing now. You know, yes, right? totally. Yeah. With all totally. The, the smarts and the developments and the, the the techniques that have arisen since then yeah. put into it, I think that's how it feels. And also just held up by a story that's written by someone who knows how to tell a story really. Yeah, well. totally. Cool. Yeah. That I didn't realize about it. I thought yeah, that was, it's, so yeah, it's the most surprising thing about it and when you say that it it stops frequently and that you're kind of watching stuff happen yeah in a platformer you would think that that would be so tedious but it's not like they go yeah. for a little bit but they'd still and it's not, we're not talking like five minutes or anything it's just these little interludes where yeah and yeah it kind of the world kind of changes in between them like yep. actual big stuff happens like yeah and the and just this feeling of like you, you know, you being this mute and, like, you ending up with these three, yeah, these three kind of unlikely friends who yep. are on this quest and they're all, there's this real sense of, like, the in the way that dialogue is written, this real sense of, like, companionship and camaraderie totally. between the four G- of you Genuine ups and downs yeah. as well where yeah. you, like, you have gotten to like a character. That character is, expresses, like, some sadness or some regret and yeah. you're like, no, buddy, come on. Like you, it's just, it does it really well. Yeah. 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 And the ending I is... I wish I wasn't a frog boy. <laughs> wish I could be an owl boy. <laughs> the ending is the ending is really, really great. How right. long-ish is this? Uh, I, I saw in a review that I read of it, uh, like putting it around the 10 hour mark. Yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah I, right. I, I can't, I mean, the Switch doesn't have any kind of specific, like exactly. Oh how yeah, long you've got to wait so like a fucking month not, and they mail you the <laughs> yeah, number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's 10, I, I, 8 to 10, I'd say. Sure. Right. Yeah. Great. Um, yeah. This sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Really, really good. And yeah. you, oh, also you, you, go, you collect kind of coins through it and yeah. there's a shop where you can buy stuff. Yep. And I got to the end. So you, the first three things you unlock are, uh, I think, like, uh, oh no, mostly just health. Yeah, your health bar. Yeah, it gets extended, and then 
I think the latter ones are the more expensive ones are upgrades to each of the weapons that your buddies have. Right. I made it to the end only having unlocked one of them. Mm. So it's kind of incentive as you go through the game to get as many coins as you can and then yeah. you'll be in the last thing powered up. But it doesn't really matter. It didn't seem to make a huge deal of difference to me. It's just like I imagine it makes it a tad easier. Sure. Right. Is yeah. there uh, anything to do after you finish or is it just like you go through and you're done? No, you restart from before the final boss. So you, you could go back into those caves and get all the coins. Right. Oh, you know what? You unlock a cool little thing where you, you, you encounter these little dudes and if you find three of them, they then take you to a little area where there's a cannon that they shoot you out of and it's then basically you get shot around and you're falling and you're falling very fast and you kind of quickly have to loop your way. It's like a little oh, yeah. mini game yeah, where right. you're just kind of going for the highest score. Right, right. So there's little things like that where okay. you might want to go back in and, and yep. try and get a better score on that, which but seems it, like an interesting little way of just going, hey, it's a little thing for you. Yeah. Right. It doesn't sound like it really needs it, them. I, like I, it's, it's I'm, fine on t- I'm generally like this once I've seen the credits, like, yeah, yeah. I, there's nothing really calling to me to like – so I probably will go back through it one day, like yeah. start from scratch because I did enjoy it so much. Yeah. But um. But yeah, there's no like challenge mode or, or anything like that. Yeah. It's, but, uh, it doesn't feel more like a 2D RPG rather than a open world or a yeah. platformy yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, definitely worth yeah. And so is that on everything now? I believe so. I guess so. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah, yeah. I I would really recommend it to anyone. It's just yep. it's a great. Yeah, just so great at everything it does. Yeah. Music as well. I, f- I mentioned it once, but it's great. It yeah. really sets the tone really well. It's like this fun but sort of um, epic kind of feel to it. It's an adventure score, basically. Yeah. Like yeah. It's, it's really good. Yeah, and it ramps up at the right time when you're when it's like, quickly, we got to get out of here, which all adds to that feel of like, yeah, you're these four buddies on this yeah. on this unlikely heroes and it's the yeah. yeah the tempo increases, you're racing out of a thing. It all kind of just underscores everything so perfectly. Yeah. Um, awesome. It's a yeah. ripper. So check it out. It's a ripper. Oh, it gets <laughs> the Ben Vanell, yeah. the patented Ben Vanell, it's a ripper. It's a ripper. <laughs> <laughs> Do yourself a favour. It's a ripper. Uh, so the final game that we have to talk about that you and I have been playing, Ben, is uh, Bayonetta 2. Yeah. Well, just very quickly before that, you played a bit of Doom with the... Oh, um, yeah. I meant to bring this up before when we were talking oh, about yeah. Switch things. It's got motion controls now. Yeah, so they patched Doom on the Switch uh, last... Uh, no, two days ago. Right. Um, and the main... Like, Little tweaks, some lower res stuff like has been upgraded a bit. Right. Uh, but yeah, they added motion control, like more like gyro uh, yeah. aiming. Very, very, pre- pretty much the same thing as how it works in Splatoon. So right. you can still, you're still mostly using the stick, but you're, uh, yeah, it's more just that finesse of, right. you can change the sensitivity. I've right. never gelled with that. Me neither. It's, Me it, neither. Because people yeah. who like it swear by it. I know. I When I saw that it was happening, I was like, oh, Tommy will love this. Uh, yeah. I will hate this. Yeah. Mm. It actually, I, I, I can't, I can't do it. I can't. It right. feels like, and it probably just is a sensitivity thing. It feels like the... Um, imaginary line in my head between the controller and the the screen is like too heavy for the like it feels like I'm right. just whack, wiggling it all over the shot. <laughs> I have no idea what that means, but it's it. I basically can't f- connect the motion yeah, with no the thing feedback. I'm holding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it definitely yeah. does take a while to. I'm so programmed to not move the like. Yeah, yeah. It it 
kind of surprises me every time it moves when I move the controllers. Like, oh, fuck, what? Even the fuck, like the Wii remote on yeah. the Wii where you were like selecting things on the menu by pointing at it. It yeah. was like, I'm fucking all over the shop. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is like it, this. It. I found the same thing with Splatoon. Like you, you need to, you need to commit a bit of time to kind of fucking around with the sensitivity to because it yeah. is totally down to personal taste. And right. For me, like, I don't play really any first-person shooters. I played a fair bit of Splatoon. And so when I started playing Doom, it, like, going from that, like, I still mostly use the stick, but it's just that when you quickly need a little... Yeah, just right. basically, you're not having to point it at the TV or anything. The fact that you get very used to, like, just being able to just very subtly just twitch your hand a little bit right. and get that little bit of extra precision yeah. that you need. Right. And because I'd gotten so used to doing that in Splatoon, when I then started playing uh, Doom without that... It felt like this is like driving a bus, like right. having to like move it all the way over with the stick. Right. It's incredibly hard to shoot people accurately if you're driving a bus. Well, it's, you've got to be going over 50 miles per hour as well. That Sonic's <laughs> going to explode. But I feel like if you can get used to it, it feels to me, and not that I have experience on the other side of this, but you know, people swear by, people who play a lot of first-person shooters swear by, you've got to play it on a PC. Right. So you've got the mouse, sure. you've got the keyboard. This feels like the best the next best thing like the next best concession right. to having that very quick ease of movements and for you guys like yeah probably harder to get used to because you've played a lot of them on consoles in the past but yeah yeah, yeah i i i played a little bit of it with this last night and it it just yeah like that little extra control that you get it it feels to me like we kind of now have the dream of what we were promised with the Wii remote and right. kind of motion control where it was so clunky and you had to point this thing directly at the screen. Yeah. The fact that it doesn't matter where the controller Can't is. Can't be it a just sunny knows. day or it's not going to work <laughs> anymore. Yeah. yeah. The fact that the controller just, it just knows when it's moving. So you don't have to be, it, the, the one thing about Doom so far with it is that it doesn't have like a center button. So with Splatoon, if you, right. if you're pointing up too much you, or if you, you've just wrist has just moved. Yeah. You can hit a button and it goes, okay, this is the center now. Right. Doom, you sort of have to be. That's the thing that's always fucked with me is at yeah. some point I end up with my hand behind my shoulder <laughs> yeah. because like it's moved a little bit, a little bit, moves a goalpost backwards. Right. Like the yeah. bloody Republicans, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, man. They're always shifting them goalposts. Shift them goalposts. They're <laughs> very famous soccer cheats. Yes. Well, yeah, I the, the sweet spot for me is having the sensitivity pretty, pretty far up. So it's like just a little, just a little movement of the wrist and yeah, right. you can if you've got two people next to each other you can quickly go between the two of them yeah, no, but still for the most part for the mo actual moving around and for actually you know if it's a big gap it's or it's still the still the stick is the way to go but it's right. like once you i found with splatoon once you get those two kind of working yeah. together yeah it's like this feels so good this right. really does feel like i'm in it should put some time into learning how to do that with splatoon i did like splatoon yeah anyway I think it's cool that Doom got this thing, which I don't think it has on any of the other places you can no, get. No. So I think it's like, I I think that's it. When in saying like stuff being ported over to the Switch, like beyond just the portability, I think st something like that is like kind of a cool concession to go. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's a little bit of it that it now does have something of getting it up to on parity with you know having enough benefits that that it sort of matches the. You know the be the big benefit of having it on the PS4 or the yep. Xbox, yeah. which is the graphical capability. Suggest it'll be in Wolfenstein too as well, which yep. is cool. It's it's a shame that all of the shooting in that game fucking sucked. <laughs> yeah, but uh, uh, yeah, nice still. Uh, so yeah, uh, on to Bayonetta two on the Switch, which yeah. is a, of course a port of a Wii game from twenty. 
14, I think. Something like that. And a yeah. Bayonetta 1 as well is yes. out too. Yes. yes. But the big, I mean, they're really pushing 2 as like the, it's the, most the main event one, so with, yeah. with 1 as a, an extra thing, yeah. uh, which we can get into a bit later. But uh, yeah, so this is, um, yeah, I'd, I'd always heard good things about this on the Wii U, never went in. Uh, yeah. I'm very glad that they've ported it. Uh, yeah, I'm really, really enjoying it. Yeah, it's... Uh I guess a game that I would have played had it been on a console I owned. Yeah. Um, I definitely like this kind of game and I, I didn't play the first one either. Yeah. Um, so I've, I've gone in fresh and it's really, really fun. Yeah. It is the God of War 3, I think Devil May Cry style of gameplay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just exactly the same. It's Platinum who, who do a fair number of those. Sort of, well, I guess Bayonetta was the first one that they got massive with right and then like metal gear rising was them if right and they do a bunch of games like this but yes it's yeah character action games is apparently what they're called but i think that's a stupid yeah thing. right but yeah god of war 3 is the one that i had played and that's really my my touchstone for comparison yeah and it's basically the same <laughs> it's uh over the top overpowered mythical character Going on a weird story, yeah. playing, uh, playing, fighting giant things, yeah, and this does it as well as God of War three did, which is very well. Yeah, yeah. it's so, so it's more of a light-hearted tone than God of War three. Sure, yeah. yes, yes, I was uh, yeah, talking indeed. to someone about it, and they were saying they they were like just scared off by it. They just thought it's like, nah, not my thing. It looks too intense, right? And it does, but it's actually. The thing I love about it is that it's really very simple in yes. terms of getting on with. Yeah. It's basically you have three attack buttons, shoot, punch, kick. There are combos that you can learn, but you don't need to. You can just mash them buttons. Yeah. These are like the evolution of those like Final Fight or like the Simpsons arcade Pretty, game. Totally, yeah, 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 totally. It's like a beat-em-up like that. But yes. you then have a – so you have an evade button. Yep. If you dodge just before you get hit, you trigger this slow motion, yeah. which then make your combos – more powerful. Yep. And once you do a set number of combos, you then unlock this kind of like rush mode. You can trigger like a rush mode, yep. which makes your attacks super powerful. Yes. So it's really, yeah, the presentation is just does such a great thing of like what you're doing is so simple, but then what's happening on the screen is just fucking bananas. Like yeah. that it's rush. It's really arcadey. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. It's so t- to the point where everything's broken into chapters. Yeah. And then you get ranked and you get a medal, and it's really encouraging you to be be able to go back and play any chapter at any time and beat your high score. Yeah. And, and yes. get more uh, gold for it and whatever. But it it yeah, like when you go into that rush mode. You know, rather than it just being a single punch or a kick, it's like a fucking demon's fist is coming out from the sky it's that like fills up the whole screen. It's yeah. like Battletoads when you get the... Psh, psh, yeah. Psh, and the big, big thing. <laughs> yeah. It's that. It, I, I had your hand motion. Yeah. But just the noise of... Psh, psh, psh. Ben yeah. was thrusting in each one of them. <laughs> I kept hitting knocks in the face with my dick. <laughs> but it, yeah, it, it, it does such a great job of making you feel like when you... So you can't, I mean, yeah, when you're attacking, you just kind of, you can kind of get away with just mashing buttons, but you do really need to watch the enemies and learn and come to know like how they look when they're just about to hit you. Totally. And it does such a great job of making you feel like once you start getting that stuff right, you just feel like a fucking king. Like if you get on a good run where you're taking no damage, you dodge, like just dodging an attack at the last minute and it going into slow mo. So satisfying. So you can fuck it up even harder. It just, it feels so good. Yeah. And yep. like the, the few like RPG kind of things I've played in the last, well, the time we've done this podcast where I've said, oh, I don't really get on with the combat. 
this is the kind of combat that I just wish everything had. Right. Like, like I, I enjoy everything else that's going on in Xenoblade, but the combat to me doesn't feel like satisfying when things go right because you're not. It's not that degree of like, yeah, hitting a button and something fucking huge happening, this, which just feels so satisfying. This kind of combat is like the equivalent of the precise three D platformer. Yeah, it's, it's like it's it's all about timing and, yeah. and reflexes and judgment and all that kind of stuff. And you're completely in control of exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. If you fuck it up, you fuck it yeah. up. It's definitely what it is. It's like, yeah, I I I'll have a run where I've like lost a battle a few times in a row, and it's like, all right, I'm playing like a fucking dumbass. Time to actually start yeah. watching this thing and get your head in the game here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally. But it is. It's always that. It's when you yeah. look when you start losing, it's because you're just not paying attention to what the enemy is doing so Absolutely. you just have to hang back and just go oh that's okay so it does that right before it hits you yep. but it doesn't do it straight away and yeah everything else that's going on the 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 story the characters is just absolutely batshit insane <laughs> it's just so crazy actually out of its mind yep. but someone in our group in our facebook group said to me just just go along with it like i kind of yeah. was like oh fuck what is happening i sort of thought oh, should i go and play one to yeah. start with but then I quickly realised that I think that's kind of the same deal where it, it isn't going to do me that many favours, yeah. if any. It's it's It does differ from God of War in that sense. It's The story is ridiculous, incomprehensible. Like, it's not... It do, it's not like the story's basic and then the combat's fun. It's like the story's fucking crazy and you just kind of ignore it and the yeah. combat's fun. And it, it's more for setting the tone than giving yeah. you... Yeah. But you know yeah. enough. I mean, like, she's a witch and her friend is like about oh, to die. Oh, she's a witch. <laughs> her friend is about to die and you're basically trying to get into this realm where you can... Right. Where that, and that you getting in there is the only thing that's going to stop her from dying. Yeah. And the entrance to that realm is rumoured to be at the base of this mountain, so you're... And then demons are just constantly coming at you from yeah. that. It's like, that's... Yep. You know that, like... So you know that you have enough. It's like, okay, I'm trying to stop my friend from dying. Yeah, yeah. And everything else, fucking whatevs, bro. The start is so overwhelmingly confusing. Yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> but, totally. But, uh, because yeah. it kind of drops you in this, like, prologue that you're... In control of, yeah, but you don't know what to do yet. Yes, then it cuts to an actual prologue that the tutorial <laughs> yeah. is in. Yeah, so all of a sudden, then it's teaching you how to do stuff. Right. Yeah, which is kind of strange. Uh, yeah, the stuff you're saying about the combat specifically makes me really interested to see with the Dark Souls remaster, which mm-hmm. I'm assuming both you're probably going to have a look at. Yeah, yeah, where, how you'll get to that because that is sort of to the like this is the Glamrock version of yes. that, and that is sure. like the Ramstein version of the same <laughs> yeah. thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, right. Yeah, yeah but yeah, they're, yeah. they're the same thing. Where like, if you fuck up, it's you. Yeah, they're just at different paces and have different. Zelda sort of Breath of the Wild on. is in between. Yeah, <laughs> that's like the kids bop version. Yeah. <laughs> the, but the idea of someone like, in all honesty, like being at a Kiss concert and their mate saying to them, "You're into this." <laughs> Let's go check out Ramstein next yeah. week. Yeah. You might really like it. Yeah. Uh, rock and roll but all night. How about rock and roll even after you're dead <laughs> and when you get resurrected? I don't know enough about Ramstein. Uh, I just know that they say du hast, which I think is German for big fun. Nice. Uh, yeah. Um, fun. But, yeah. <laughs> big, big fun. fun. <laughs> it's a, uh, yeah, if you've been put off by kind of looking at it and thinking it looks too complex or too crazy, that's all presentation. Like, that's yes. not. You know, all that stuff of like stuff flying around the screen. It's like that's not all individual stuff that you're triggering. Yeah. That's just, I mean, you are, but that kind of, you do a combo and then all that shit happens at random. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not, yeah. yeah. You know what I could do without? 
the clothes disappearing and all the taint shots and all the weird right. the hoses clothes, and stuff. The well, so, they're still disappearing. When you find out the real reason we put quiet in these clothes, you're going to feel really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is a lot of that, especially in the very intro. There's a yeah. lot of big, big time, uh, yeah. It just seems unnecessary because it's not like that's all it's got going for it. Like it's, yeah. not just, it's not like it's a dead or alive volleyball or whatever. It's yeah. like it's a really good game. Yeah, but it's just Japanese it, studio and that's totally, just kind of what the they do. Japanese yeah. humour version of Creepy rather than yeah. the version of it yeah and i will say from having played some of the first one i have yeah yeah and at least it's like she's you know she's the main character like she's very tough typically when that stuff happens in games it's like the character doesn't i mean it's in xenoblade and it's really egregious and a lot of the times it's like kind of this blank canvas young woman who doesn't have much going on other than the fact that she's not wearing much at all yeah whereas at least with this it's like you could read it as like well, she's got. She's a pretty decently defined character for what she is, which yeah. is a character in a video game. Yeah, and you could read that as just like that's her thing. She's a confident ass kicking. Yeah, I, I'm not saying I'm. Th- I'm not saying this to be like it, it doesn't slightly unsettle me because it does. Yeah, but you can. I. I. Me personally, I feel like you can give this a lot more leeway than you can something like a dead or alive volleyball. Or yeah, a, yeah. You can always it's, kick ass without showing your ass. That's what my mother taught me. And I ignored her, and I've worn assless chaps every day ever since. And it's really disturbing. Uh, Surprisingly enough, it plays really well in handheld mode. Yeah, right. So it's 720p on both the television and in handheld mode. Oh, that's weird. Which means that it ends up looking slightly better in handheld mode because it's on a smaller. So it looks it looks amazingly crisp and detailed and there is a lot going on but yeah. it, 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 it I didn't I sort of expected to not really enjoy it that much in handheld but it, it works really really well because you're mm. often in a pretty zoomed out perspective right yes. like you, yeah yeah so yes that's but it, that's good to hear and it, it has touch controls which yeah, I didn't really right. bother trying to mm. do but I guess that is the, that's a Wii U hangover I guess yeah totally oh, yeah and you can play I believe you can play you can do these battles co-op online Oh, right. Which seems fun. Yeah, right. Um, and, yeah, you can unlock Nintendo-themed costumes. Yeah, uh, Which yeah. kind of all sort of d- beyond just being cosmetic, like you get uh, – it kind of changes the weapon. So there's like I yeah, mentioned before, one right. of the combos is like, you know, a demon's fist will come through the air. If you're wearing the Princess Peach costume, it's Bowser's fist, huh. which right. looks really cool. Right. Um, you, you can get the – in your, if you're in the Samus suit, you can turn into a morph ball and right. yeah, beyond just like being in the costume, it actually kind of alters That's yeah. how she kind of moves around, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. and you, so you collect like golden rings, like from Sonic. Yes, <laughs> yes. You use them to like do upgrades and get moves and weapons and stuff, and all that stuff's really cool. Yeah, but yeah, I think the best thing about it is just the gameplay is perfectly tuned. Like it's totally. Just, Really smooth. The camera works. Like, nothing about it is yeah. bad. It's yeah. just all really, really fun. It's super fun. Yeah, it's definitely, I think, something that I'll get to the end of the story and then I'm even now tempted to, like, now that I've played it a bit and get good, you know, that thing where, with a game like this where you then go back and do the very first level where you've yep. got, like, a bronze medal or whatever because you didn't really know what you were doing. Totally, And yeah. you can just absolutely blitz it and get the platinum yep. on it. Um, yep. Yeah, and so there's a third one coming out that they – I don't think they've shown anything. I of think they said within the last couple of weeks that they've started proper development of it. Yeah, right. that's a way off. Yeah. Which I'm excited for now, even though I'm only halfway through this. But you know, the fact that this is still a port and uh, now a few years old, like yep. exciting to see what they do with this. Yeah, hardware that isn't 
crazily more powerful than the Switch, uh, than the Wii U, but is a bit more powerful than the Wii U. Like, yeah. 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 I hope it's the same style of game because God of, obviously God of War is now a fucking Tomb Raider game. <laughs> yeah, I would be surprised if this did a similar thing. Well, yeah. what they'd be seeing right now is just all these people because even if you did own a Wii U, it was a weird niche thing. Like, yeah. It was very of, surprising that they even made the second one, I remember. Yeah, yeah right. Because the first one was like, oh, this is a weird thing. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And then the second one was like, what the f-? And Nintendo gave them a lot of money right. to do it, I think. Right. Yeah, so yes. the guy tweeted about this where they got money from Sega for the first one and then something happened They were, and then Sega were like, okay, cool, do a second one and we'll fund it again, we'll publish it. And then something happened internally at Sega where they lost some money or they couldn't commit yeah. anymore. <laughs> something then, out is that they were Sega. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then Nintendo came and bailed them out and that's why it now is a Nintendo exclusive because yeah. they, they were like – and these wouldn't exist without them uh, being involved. But, yeah, I think like, yeah, I mean I had a Wii U and had nothing to play on it and – I remember it coming out and, and, you know, money being tight at the time and just being like, I kind of don't know what this is and it seems like the sort of thing I might not enjoy so I'm not going to take this risk. So I think they would have now found a lot of people discovering it for the first time and so just a a big beefy upgrade will be enough for people. Totally. Worth pointing out that uh, if you are going to buy this and you're someone that uh, gravitates towards getting things digitally, Uh, it very much is worth trying to find a physical version of it because the – if you buy it physically, you get a download code for Bayonetta 1 uh, free and if you buy them on the e-store, you get a discount for Bayonetta 1 but you still have to – buy it yeah so i think together if you buy them on the e-shop they end up at being like 89 dollars australian but if you go to more than that i think right but if you go to jb you can get them both for 69 dollars very nice the ultimate price (laughs) yeah yeah so really blind bayonetta james (laughs) kind of shitty that they've yeah kind of shitty that they've given it away with in physical and then making people pay yeah yeah bit of a shame nintendo classic yeah weird prices weird e-shop yeah. So, uh, yeah, for this little guy sitting over here, just a wonderful week of gaming. Yeah, and good for you too. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, so I think that brings us to the end for another week. Yeah. Certainly, certainly does, yeah. Did mm. you? Uh, do we want to do a couple of quick emails? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, of course. Yes, yeah. So we're not really going to go into depth in terms of responses to these, but there we got, we- uh, yeah, two emails... There's also another one that I want to read next week, but who cares about me saying that? I'm going to read it next week. <laughs> yeah. Great work, buddy. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have uh, some breakfast tomorrow. So Just we letting got, you know. We got some uh, uh, two responses to our Kingdom Come Deliverance discussion. Yes. Uh, and I'm going to read them both. Uh, this one is from Bjorn. So he says, Hey, boys, just listen to the new episode. And since I'm German and wanted to distract myself from work, I figured I'd look into the controversy about Kingdom Come on the German sites a bit. So I read one of the main accusers' blog posts, accusing the guy of racism, obviously, and a response from the biggest German gaming website, GameStar. From what I can gather, the best light that you can see this Vavra guy in is as someone who doesn't see anything outside of flag-waving and Hitler saluting as legitimate racism. 
He makes a point to distance himself from that kind of racism as well and constantly points back at his personal family history as his reason to hate fascism and communism both since his family has been negatively impacted by both. That makes sense. Systemic racism and sexism is something which doesn't seem to exist in his opinion, which is convenient for him since that's what he's accused of. <laughs> as you've said, his answers to this controversy definitely show him as someone who might not be wrong but definitely is an asshole. His support of Gamergate definitely extends further than just a slight affiliation. He has railed against the social justice warriors in the liberal media and definitely has the same white male privilege doesn't exist philosophy philosophy as a lot of the people involved in Gamergate. Um, as much as his as much as for how much his questionable view of the world is mirrored in the game, it comes down to this. He claims that the game focuses on a very small and specific stretch of land, which they have researched extensively, down to the level of having actual family trees of people who live there. But when his views are challenged, that is not what he falls back on. His argument is that he's, because he was born in the area, he knows best. The guy who wrote the blog post, Jan Heinemann, puts it best, and I'll try to translate the relevant bit. This is in response to a Twitter argument about the Witcher 3 controversy in which Vavra claims that because he was born in the area, he can categorically rule out that any non-white people lived there in the Middle Ages. Quote, Ultimately, he anchors his position in a nationalistic worldview with an anti-imperialistic reflex. Since he was born in the area in question, he knows better about the region's history, which he seems to see as his own, than any run-of-the-mill historian. The interpretation of history becomes a birthright in his imagination, contrary to any historical findings. Uh, in my opinion, that tells me all I need to know about him. So that's uh, one response mm-hmm. from a German guy called Bjorn, yeah. which sheds a lot of light on it, provides a lot of context. I thought it was very interesting. Yeah. And thank you to him for translating a lot of stuff yes. into German, to yes. send, uh, into English to send to us as well. Yeah, that was very much appreciated. That mm. GameStar publication was the one I tried to read and just... <laughs> Google did not help. Google did not help. Um, so we also got an email from a guy called Philip, mm-hmm. who is Czech. Uh, oh, it says Philip. Yes. I thought his name was Flip. <laughs> I, I genuinely thought did. his name was Flip. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, apologies for saying Czechoslovakia last week. That was me. <laughs> I did not know it was now called the Czech Republic uh, and Slovakia separately. Yeah. And uh, great that if you didn't hear last week's episode, you know, we obviously got into some thorny race-based yes. discussion topics. Really, the only feedback we got was that <laughs> you'd said Czechoslovakia incorrectly. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> uh, if you're going to discuss yeah. Australia for overseas listeners, uh, Burger King is called Hungry Jack's here. Mm. Yes. And I want everyone to know that. Yeah. yeah. Same exact logo. Yes. It just says Hungry also, Jack's. Also, it's not called Van Diemen's Land anymore. <laughs> it's no. called Tasmania. <laughs> New okay? South Wales is the name of just a state now, not yes. the entire. I mean, it, it, it is a fair, there is a part of me that went, yeah, you know what we mean, fuck up. But if I listened to a podcast that talked about us being from Van and Demon's Land, yeah. I would I would think, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yes, uh. yeah. Okay, so, uh, about the race discussion in the last episode. I was born in Czechoslovakia and lived there for the first 24 years of my life. So I've got a pretty good handle of how things are there in the centre of Europe. Up until maybe 10 to 15 years ago, there were barely any people of colour there. And to this day, their numbers are incredibly low. Much, much lower than, say, Western Europe. Many of the few black people that lived there in the 90s became local celebrities just because of the novelty of their race. A few hundred years ago, there were virtually none. It's well documented. It's not 50-50. There's no doubt the entire region was Caucasian. There, of course, was the odd travelling trader from the Middle East or North Africa, but these were extremely rare and would mostly be invited by the royalty to trade exotic wares. So the ethnic makeup depicted in the game 
is indeed true to the Czech reality of that time. That being said, the game's director, Vavra, is known to be a massive self-obsessed cunt. And at least... It's good to get these measured opinions from people. (laughs) And at least to a certain degree racist. He's been a very controversial figure on the Czech media scene for a long time now, so... Make of that what you will. Right. I think pretty... <laughs> that's great. Yeah. That's great. This guy's a racist cunt. But hey. Make of you, that what mate, you will. Make up your own mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, this absolute fuck stick has no redeeming qualities, so I'll leave it to you to decide. <laughs> so yeah, I Your witness. Interesting. The, the, the German perspective is the one that I was kind of trying to think of last week, which is the one which is very sensitive to those issues mm. because mm. of their own cultural history. But, um, yeah, also good to hear from someone literally from the Czech Republic. Yeah. So, Same, man. And yeah. like you said, thorny subject. And uh, we appreciate everyone talking about it pretty, you know, Sensitively and thoughtfully. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, got, uh, we, yeah we got a quite a few, yeah, very nice, well-measured uh, tweets yeah. and yep. Facebook uh, posts and stuff like that. Who appreciated and the way we talked about it? We're yes. saying we don't intend to make a habit of talking yeah. about stuff that we don't necessarily know about. Yes, or have, you know, like it's just what's coming up. Well, yeah. I most look of the forward, time, mm? most of the time it doesn't. Yes, I look forward to those same people who wrote to us saying, "Hey, thanks for the thoughtful and you know well intentioned and and interesting discussion about race topics." Look forward to those same people emailing after this episode, going, "Oh, you're just obsessed with Nintendo. <laughs> Fuck up for five minutes." <laughs> um, so yes, that brings us to the end of another episode of Filthy Casuals, guys. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, let us know on the socials if you've been playing any yeah. of these games in the last week. It would be wonderful to know if. Uh, these, uh, these, I think these three are all games that are very much capable of having slipped under some people's radars. Yeah, yeah. So let us know if if we've won you over in one way or the other. Yes. Let us know. That would be uh, we always yeah, appreciate as, hearing that stuff. Especially Bayonetta two being on the Wii U, which like is the radar equivalent of a stealth submarine. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that is. Yeah, with uh, giant boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to uh, HelloFresh for being our sponsor again. You can try HelloFresh for fifty percent off with your first two boxes using the code Casuals. Casuals. Mm is the code. Filthycasuals.com.au for all the ways that you can get in touch with us and all our previous episodes. Head over to iTunes, leave us a review. Yes. That stuff does really help us. Yes, we would really would, appreciate whether it. Whether they're good or bad. Mm, well, leave them well. good. It's better to be good. <laughs> yeah. And most of you lie, right? Even as a joke, don't do a bad one. <laughs> These guys are racist cunts. Make of that what you will. Three stars. Yes. Uh, thank you very much for listening and as we say at the end here of every episode of Filthy Casuals. Gotta go straight to DVD fast. <laughs> Very good. Very good. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. It's not optional. You have to do it. (laughs) We used to go easy on it, but now you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.